3: Hey guys, so a couple days ago, I met up with Richard Branson. We did an amazing interview outside. I've always looked up to him as a businessman. I think he is brilliant. He's done so many things in his career that I'm just so impressed by, and he's just a legend. So I'm so excited to have this conversation with him and for you guys to listen. This is Paris. Thank you, Richard. I'm so excited to have you as one of my first guests on my new podcast.
4: Well, I'm very, very honored that we're having a chat.
3: Thank you. I appreciate it. And
4: congratulations to your engagement.
3: Thank you. I'm so excited. Let's have I can't. A
4: look. <laughs> wow, it's going to be a very heavy finger. <laughs> it is <laughs> good
3: problem to have. Uh, no. I really admire just all your philanthropic work and just what you do with helping the environment and the world and.
4: It's really well, incredible, and like likewise, it's great to see you, you know, turning your attention to using using your fame to try to, uh, um, uh, you know, get laws changed and, and and get issues dealt with. And I think you know, if, if we're lucky enough to, um, uh, yeah, be in that position, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we, we we should make the best of it. And it's a privilege to be in that in in the position that I think you and I have found ourselves in
3: definitely when you can just use your voice and your platform and help make a difference yeah like I feel like I've done a lot of things in life that I'm proud of but what I'm doing right now is what I'm most proud of because it's really making a difference in the lives of children and
4: it's just so empowering yeah I mean I, I I have great great respect for you know for for it and great respect for you actually getting a law change which not many people can say in their lifetime and and the difference that 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 will make to many many children so um, uh, and I suspect, you know, we're going to get a lot more satisfaction from that than, you know, making making another buck or two I mean, and then make, you know, and I mean, obviously having money can enable us to make a real difference to other people's lives. And that's what money should be for. It's very true. I'll yeah. have to, I'm going to have to tell the grand, your grandfather's story sometime. Anyway. Yes.
3: I'd love to hear that.
4: Yeah. So, um, I was lucky enough to, uh, uh, know your grandfather, um, Baron, and um, uh, and he always used to tell me, you know, when he was young, he was known um, for your his father, uh, Conrad, uh, not not for himself, um, uh, and then as he got older, he was known for his grandchildren, uh, yes. and you know, he just felt like a, a sandwich <laughs> uh, between between the um, between the three of you, um, but he was yeah, he, he loved you unreservedly and was so proud of you both. And, and, and uh, yeah, what a delightful granddad you had. Thank
3: you. I know I miss him so much. Incredible man. And I like, I wouldn't be the businesswoman I am today if I had not just grown up watching him and just being such an inspiration and a mentor and,
4: and, and just a lovely down to earth really special person. Yeah.
3: Yes. Very lucky. And I love that you're such a family man. It's just like, even seeing you at breakfast this morning and then when Joan walks in and you like your eyes light up and just,
4: yeah, we've been, we've been passion. lucky. I mean, it, not, not everybody, uh, is fortunate with, with relationships. Um, I think the fact that we have stayed together for 45 years, the fact that we, you know, do still love each other, you know, it's given, you know, such, you know, such strength for our children and for our grandchildren and for our friends. Um, and, you know, relationships are worth are worth fighting for. I mean, obviously, you know, there've been many people watching this program that it, it hasn't worked out for, and, and and hopefully they've overcome that and found found somebody that they love. But, um, but you know, but you know, we we, we we've we been very lucky. We had the same group of friends, and we've seen their children grow up, and, uh, and you know, having having that you know having that really helps sort of bind bind a family together.
3: What is your advice? Since I'm about to get married, <laughs> what is your advice for a long-lasting relationship?
4: Um, well, I think first of all you've got to choose, choose your partner well. You've, you've got to be best friends as well as uh, as well as lovers. Um, uh, you, there's got to be give and take. Um, you know, I in, I just don't believe anything is worth having an argument over. Um, you know, life's too short for arguments. And you know, if somebody feels strongly um, about something, you know, back, you know, back off. And if you've, you know, if, and vice versa, you know, try, try to do, have the other person do the same. And then I think, you know, having this group of friends, which w- which will help, you know, help bind you together. I mean, obviously, if you're lucky enough to be able to have a family, you know, that that binds you together. Um, you know, more more than more than anything else. Um, and um yeah choosing a good dad or mum for your kids is, is very important i think you you seem to have done done well in the, d- done well there um as uh, as as has he um and then you need an element of luck and you know uh, um but but you yeah you do need to fight for a, a relationship
3: so what gives you joy in life besides your family obviously um
4: i think yeah being able to make a difference um with with a you know wonderful group of people so um you know we've got you know we've created a lot of organizations both for profit and not for profit organizations um an organization is just a group of people um uh and you know on the philanthropy side we set up a whole lot of organizations to tackle things like you know conflict resolution issues you know climate issues um Protection of the oceans, uh, drug reform, um, and if you know when, when we have, you know, like like you had last week um, uh, with with um, protecting kids. When 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 we have success from one of those uh, things, it's you know it's the most satisfying thing ever. Um, uh, and um, uh, and you know on the business side, you know, like when, when we when we're battling. Companies that are much bigger than us, like say British Airways, and you know we we, we fight and we can survive. Uh, yeah, that's very that's very satisfying as well. Um, but it's just a group of people, you know, um, highly motivated, believing in what they're doing, um, and um, and yeah, we've, we've got we've got just a wonderful, wonderful group of people throughout all the Virgin companies.
3: Amazing. So Carter told me he bought a ticket for to go to space so Virgin Galactic that's exciting
4: very exciting um, it's taken a long time I mean we, we, we embarked on this about 15 years ago um, I thought maybe it would take five or six years um, uh, but rocket science is tough and, yes. um, uh, and you know we've had tears we've had joy um, we've now finally got to a stage where we've had three successful flights into space and uh, we've got a couple more test flights, and then I'm, I'm planning to go up this year, um, and and then Carter will, I'm sure, go up soon after that, yes. uh, as with a number of, um, yeah, a, num- a number of other people who signed up. And you know, our aim is, that, you know, one day to to try to enable many people who, who are listening to this program um, to go to space and get, you know, try to drive the price down. Um, but it will take time because you know space is expensive. Um, but know, um, uh, yeah, but it's one—it's been one of one of the, one of our biggest challenges, but one of the most satisfying.
3: Incredible! I Love that you do so many things, like from going to space to like music and just everything you do with your work for helping the world. It's just
4: well, I think you—I really mean you—you know the, the variety of what we do. You know, what we're, we're both lucky enough to be able to do yes. is. Um, is what makes life interesting the variety of people we meet um uh and uh and i noticed that you work incredibly hard yes. um, uh, which i suspect is it was in your upbringing um uh and you d- i think neither of us want to want to waste the the very very fortunate position we find ourselves in um you, you know, if you get yourself into a position where you, you really can make a big difference, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to other people to, to um, not not waste that position. Um, and life is that much more satisfying from it.
3: I agree. Life is short. You make the most out of it. I think we both do that all the time. <laughs> just excited for the world just to go back to normal.
4: Yeah, it's going to be interesting what the new normal is going to be. Um, you know, as as a, you know, somebody that's in businesses that have been affected quite considerably by COVID as, as like a lot of people listening to this program, but airlines and cruise ships and things like that. Um, you know, will people fly as much as they did? Uh, question mark. You know, I, I doubt it. I think there will, there will be, you know, less flying, but there'll definitely be more people wanting to go on holiday. That's for sure. So, Um, but, um, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how the next few months go. Yes,
3: it's been such a different year. I'm used to traveling over 250 days out of the year for the past like two decades. So,
4: Well, I suspect you're the better for not, being, not putting your body quite through that kind of stress. And I'm, I suspect the same applies to myself. I mean, I, I also traveled about 50% of the year. Um, and then 50, the other 50% of the year was here recharging. Body, etc. Yes, but uh, spending a bit more time in one place, I'm sure is you know is, is better for one's mind and and body. Definitely,
3: this is Paris.
0: A new season of Bridgerton is here, and with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers.
3: What is the best business advice you've ever received, because I know that a lot of people listening are entrepreneurs and they want to learn from the legend
4: um, I think the best one of the best bits of advice I ever received was um, uh, from my mum and dad, so if I ever 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 said ill about anybody, they would um, uh, sit us in front of a mirror and for 10 minutes and tell us how badly it reflected on us and. Um, and I think, as a business leader, it is critical that you, you you never criticize people. That you're you're always looking for the best in people. That uh, lots lots and lots of praise and and and, no, and there's no need for criticism. Um, you know, I think that I think leaders need to be good listeners. Um, I mean, I uh, you know I always have a notebook in my back pocket, and um, you know I get out and meet our staff, meet our customers you know, write thing, write ideas and suggestions down. Um, and then, you know, very importantly, if a staff member says something, you know, get back to them, explain either why it's a good idea or why you're not doing it. Um, make sure that they realize that, um, they are being listened to, um, and, and, and thank, thank them for their suggestions. Um, uh, I think any, any great leader, uh, you know, doesn't need to hear themselves. They know what they think. They they, they need they need to absorb um, other you know what other people are thinking. Um, I'm dyslexic, um, so I had to I had to learn to be to delegate um, and and be a good listener from a very young age because I wasn't that great at a lot of things and and um, so in, I think that actually helped me um, helped me learn the art of delegation and 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 uh, become become a good listener.
3: I love that. And your mom was amazing. I had so much fun with her, just talking at that dinner. She's like such a force.
4: Yeah, I mean, she was one of the casualties of COVID, but she'd lived a f- fantastic long life. Um, uh, you know, she always said that um, uh, you know if you're if you're parting, you need to go out on a high, and she definitely went out on a high, um, uh, and uh, not <laughs> and to know when to leave. Um, and, um, not that she actually necessarily followed that in, in real life, but, um, anyway, she knew when to leave. She left on a hike. Um, and, um, yeah, she was, you know, she never, never stopped. I, I mean, we were all, always running to keep up with her. Um, you know, in the second world war, she dressed up as a, as a man, um, in order to, you know, be accepted in the, wow. uh, as a, a glider pilot. And, um, she got away with it for some months um, and, and, um, and, and, and then, and, and, you know, she got caught in the end. She was rather an attractive yo- young man. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, she had, she had lots of great, great stories to tell. And then she, she wrote a wonderful book called Mum's, Mum's the Word. Um, and um, yeah And, and um, yeah, so we, 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 we all had to work hard to uh, impress her and keep up with her. I love that.
3: Yeah, I really believe like when someone has like a mom like that, like, anything is possible. And that's the type yeah, of kids I agree. that we make.
4: Agreed. No, I think uh, we're like again we we're like, we're, we're, we we are we are our parents to a large extent or our grandparents.
3: Mm-hmm. And it also, you can tell a lot about a man by the way he treats his mother, and that's like one of the reasons I fell in love with Carter because I just saw just how he was with his mother, and I was like. If a man is so kind with his mom like that, he's going to make an amazing father to children and an amazing husband and
4: uh, happy uh, eyes, right? Very, very sound advice. uh, Yeah, I was just this morning talking about children that, you know, have fallen out with their parents and, you know, I mean, maybe it's partly the parents' fault, maybe it's part of the child's fault, but we should not fall out with anybody i think for, if we ever fall out with somebody we, we do, the, the best thing is forget that you think that you're in the right you, you may be in the right you may be in the wrong but ring them up and and uh, you know get them over for lunch and and yeah and you know reach out be, be the one that befriends them again because like life is too short to have anybody yeah. anybody from the past that you've fallen out with
3: yeah, I've seen that a lot, especially in LA, where a lot of these people who I'm friends with they don't even speak to their parents, or they don't have a relationship with their brother or sister. And I just I've never seen it any other way. It's a,
4: it's unhealthy. For it's them, weird. Uh, you know them, and it, it's unhealthy for both both parties. And it's you know it's fundamentally selfish. It's, it it it'll eat people up. Um, uh, you know, just um, I mean, how satisfying to you know, forget that the other person, you think the other person is, is the reason for falling out with them. Just forget that and, you know, embrace each other. Um,
3: yeah.
4: they, if somebody like, you know, Archbishop Tutu, who, um, you know, who saw the way the white people oppressed the black people and then, and killed, you know, and imprisoned, um, a lot of black people. And then when he and and Nelson Mandela took power in South Africa. Um, instead of prosecuting and hanging or you know executing white people who'd committed sins, he they, they set up the Truth and Reconciliation Courts, and they said, you know, um, you know, if you've committed a crime against a black person, maybe murder, whatever it is, come um, and you know embrace the people, the family members, um, and. Um, and let's let's heal. And that's what happened. And um, and it, 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 these courts cases went on for four or five years um, and and South Africa was re- reunited with itself, black and white. And, um, and um, if if they can, if those sorts of people <laughs> can embrace each other after, the, you know, they maybe have lost a son or, you know, um, in the most horrible way, uh, then everybody else should be able to do it. Yeah, I agree.
3: So you are a daredevil. What's the most exciting thing you've ever done?
4: I seem to have <laughs> attempted to kill myself on many an occasion um, <laughs> because I just can't say no to wonderful challenges. So, um, so whether it's you know trying to beat the transatlantic uh, fastest boat crossing and sinking um, and being pulled out of the sea, fortunately, um, whether it's attempting to fly across the Atlantic or the Pacific or around the world in a hot air balloon and crashing in the sea and being rescued uh, on a number of numerous occasions. Um, <laughs> anyway, we've had, had lots of wonderful, um, wonderful adventures. Um, uh, I think I got the Guinness world record for the most times, uh, rescued from the sea, um, uh, <laughs> six different occasions. Um, uh, but um, it got lots of stories to tell the grandkids um, mm-hmm. and um, and we had yeah some magnificent adventures in in the process um, uh, and just about it you know because nobody had done it before about everything that could go wrong went wrong um, but um, somehow we got we came home to, to tell the tale I love it
3: must be a very cool grandpa with all these stories
4: <laughs> <laughs> they um, yeah they're just beginning they're, they're, they're just beginning to sort of uh yeah my my grandkids are only five and and my son made a film called don't don't look down um which was um about our ballooning adventures and they just seen a little bit of it and uh and um and my grandkids were watching it and and you know, sort of is he, ga- he going to live? And then they would keep looking around at me and realizing, I'm, I'm, it's okay, it's all right, I'm alive. <laughs> it has a happy ending story.
3: Yeah, I'm a daredevil too. I've been skydiving six times and it's so much fun. My sister thinks I'm crazy, but I love it.
4: Um, they, I take my hat off to you. I, 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 um, I've also been skydiving because if, you know, if you're traveling at 35,000 feet in a hot air balloon and if something goes wrong, if you jump out and you pull the, pull the parachute right away, you'll rip, rip it off because the air's so thin. And I got the Wally of the Decade Award for my first skydiving jump, um, uh, which was I jumped out and I was coming down and um, put, took my hand to pull the cord. I was told to do this three times. <laughs> and on the third time, I pulled the... The, the the cord that actually got rid of the parachute, not the one that opened the parachute, oh. um, and and um, and and started falling. And the instructor who was fo- following me managed to do a skydive and, and and pull the right right the, the reserve cord. Um, uh, but then and then of course I was made to get straight back in the in the plane and, and do another 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 um, jump, which went okay. Um, but. Um, uh, anyway, it was uh, so. Um, I don't know, if you know, know the phrase "Wally of the Decade," but I have got the "Wally of the Decade" award. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> they, um, did you enjoy? Did you uh, Did you go solo in the end, or, or no? No. Yeah. Because no they said
3: I needed to go like fifty times, uh-huh. and I just don't have time to like they, do it fifty yeah. times. Plus, I'd be scared because that's what I'm nervous about. Like pulling the cord is like the scariest moment when it like pops and you just like kind of like jerk. So I just get really nervous at that part. So I can't imagine like me having the responsibility of doing that part
4: yeah well i'm my dyslexia i think came into play there but, uh, <laughs> um anyway look it's been great 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 having a chat um thank you congratulations again thank you so bad much days engagements not a bad not a bad couple of days oh my goodness <laughs> yeah and um, good luck with this this series you you're doing
3: Thank you, and thank you so much for coming on This Is Paris. It really means a lot to me. I've always just admired and looked up to and respected you as you. a businessman and everything you do, and you're incredible. Cheers. Thank you. Hey, Loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you, so leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS, and follow us at This Is Paris Podcast.
4: Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's nightly pop at Hunter March.
0: A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season 3 of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA,